0: The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. O Lord, open thou
1: our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
0: Glory be to the Father, and to the
1: Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.
0: Come let us sing unto the Lord, let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For He is the Lord our God, and we are the people of His pasture, and the sheep of His hand. Today, if you will hear His voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 94 is on page 457. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, Thou God to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself.
1: Arise, thou Judge of the world, and reward the proud after their deserving.
0: <laughs> Lord, how long shall the ungodly, how, shall, how long shall the ungodly
1: triumph? How long shall all wicked doers speak so disdainfully and make such proud boasting?
0: They smite down the, thy people, O Lord, and trouble thine heritage.
1: They murder the widow and the stranger, and put the fatherless to death.
0: And yet they say, Tush, the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of
1: Jacob regard it. Take heed, ye unwise among the people. O ye fools, when will ye understand?
0: He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? Or he that made the eye, shall he not see?
1: Or he that instructeth the heathen, is it? It is he that teacheth man knowledge. Shall not he punish? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are but vain. Blessed is the man whom thou chastenest, O Lord, and teachest him in thy law. That thou
0: mayest give him patience in time of adversity, until the pit be digged up for the
1: ungodly. For the Lord will not fail his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance until righteousness turn again unto judgment all such as are true in heart shall follow it who will rise up with me against the wicked or who will take my part against the evildoers if the
0: lord had not helped me it had not failed but my soul had been put to silence
1: but when i said my foot hath slipped thy mercy o lord hold me up held me up
0: in the multitude of the sorrows that i had in my heart comforts have refreshed my soul
1: will thou have anything to do with the throne of wickedness which imagineth mischief as a law
0: they gather them together against the soul of the righteous
1: and condemn the innocent blood but the Lord is my refuge and my God is the strength of my confidence
0: he shall recompense them their wickedness and destroy them in their own malice yea the Lord our God shall destroy them
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end.
2: Amen. Here beginneth the 29th verse of the 47th chapter of Genesis. When the time drew near that Israel must die, he called his son Joseph and said to him, Now if I have found favor in your sight, please put your hand under my thigh, and deal kindly and truly with me. Please do not bury me in Egypt, but let me lie with my fathers. You shall carry me out of Egypt and bury me in their burial place. And he said, I will do as you have said. Then he said, Swear to me. And he swore to him. So Israel bowed himself on the head of the bed. Then Israel saw Joseph's sons and said, Who are these? Joseph said to his father, These are my sons whom God has given me in this place. And he said, Please bring them to me, and I will bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were dim with age, so he could not see. Then Joseph brought them near him, and he kissed them and embraced them. And Israel said to Joseph, I had not thought to see your face, but in fact God has also shown me your offspring. So Joseph brought them from beside his knees, and he bowed down with his face to the earth. And Joseph took them both. Ephraim with his right hand towards Israel's left hand, and Manasseh with his left hand toward Israel's right hand. And he brought them near him. Then Israel stretched out his right hand and laid it on Ephraim's hand, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, guiding his hands knowingly, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my fathers Ibram and Isaac walked, The God who has fed me all my life long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads. Let my name be named upon them, and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac. Let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. Now when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, it displeased him. So he took hold of his father's hand and removed it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. And Joseph said to his father, Not so, my father, for this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He shall also become a great pe- a people, and he also shall be great. But truly his younger brother shall be greater than he, and his descendants so- shall become a multitude of nations. So he blessed them that day by saying, By you Israel will bless, saying, May God make you as Ephraim and as Manasseh. And thus he said Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, Behold, I am dying, but God will be with you and bring you back to the land of your fathers. Moreover, I have given to you one portion above your brothers, which I took from the hand of the Amorite with my sword and my bow. And Jacob called his sons and said, Gather together that I may tell you what shall befall you in the last days. Gather together and hear, you sons of Jacob, and listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity and the excellency of power. Unstable as water, you shall not excel, because you went up to your father's bed, then you defiled it. You went up to my couch. Simon and Levi, Simeon and Levi, are brothers. Instruments of cruelty are in their dwelling place. Let not my soul under their counsel, let not my honor be united to their assembly, for in their anger they slew a man, and in their self-will they hamstrung an ox. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Judah, you are he whom your brothers shall praise. Your hand shall be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Judah is a lion's whelp. From the prey, my son, you have gone up. He bows down, he lies down as a lion, and as a lion who shall rouse him. The scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shiloh comes. To him shall be the obedience of the people. Binding his donkey to the vine, and his donkey's colt to the choice vine, he washed his garments in wine, and his clothes in the blood of grapes.
0: Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 14th chapter of 1 corinthians pursue love and desire spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophecy for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to god for no one understands him however in the spirit he speaks mysteries but he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more than that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets, that the church may receive edification. But now, brethren, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you, unless I speak to you either by revelation, by knowledge, by prophesying, or by teaching? Even things without life, whether flute or harp, when they make a sound, unless they make a distinction in the sounds, how will it be known what is piped or played? For if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? So likewise, you, unless you utter by the tongue words easy to understand, how will it be known what is spoken? For you will be speaking into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without significance. Therefore, if you do not know the meaning of the languages, I shall be a foreigner to him who speaks, and he who speaks will be a foreigner to me. Even so, you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy
1: Spirit from us.
0: Grant we beseech thee, almighty God, that we who for our evil deeds do worthily deserve to be punished, by the comfort of thy grace may mercifully be relieved. Through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that Thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create and make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of Thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, but that all our doings, being ordered by Thy governance, may be righteous in Thy sight, through Jesus Christ our
3: Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our lessons today form a kind of uh, last will and testament. Um, the idea that, uh, first of all, that Jacob um, he is going to die, and he spent 17 years in Egypt, um, uh, and he doesn't want to be buried in Egypt; he wants to be buried in in uh the cave that Abraham bought from the from the natives to bury Sarah in and all the and from there on all the people were buried there. He wants to go back and be buried there and so before he dies he he gives us these blessings, which are like a last will and testament and the notable thing is that in the bible this the the blessing and the the inheritance doesn't come simply in the usual way where the firstborn just always gets the preeminence. But um, uh, Jacob, who was aware that he himself had supplanted his brother Esau, um, shifts the blessing uh, to the consternation of Joseph, putting Ephraim before Manasseh, even though Manasseh was the firstborn, and Ephraim gets the blessing. And the essential point of this is that... um, of the blessing of Ephraim and Manasseh, they're going to be counted. Though they're, though Joseph um, is one tribe of 12, he is giving um, Ephraim and Manasseh a double portion as though they were each a tribe. He's raising, raising them up to that status. Then the blessing of the other sons um, passes over the three firstborns, you know, first... Uh, uh, Simeon, Reuben, and Levi—or Reuben, Simeon, and Levi—they each have a, a flaw. Um, uh, Reuben's was that he slept with one of his father's concubines, uh, which, which was a, a big act of disrespect, and so um, uh, Jacob casts him aside from the preeminent blessing. Simeon and Levi are pushed; are, are not given the, the, the principal place because. Uh, of the slaughter of of the people of Shechem, uh, when the da- when the son of the king of Shechem essentially raped the daughter uh, Dinah, uh, they they went through and and um, slaughtered all the men in the city. And so this is what uh, um, Jacob's recalling. And he comes to Judah, who becomes preeminent, even though he's the fourth born. And what what's highlighted here is this idea of of, of the chosen people, the people God cho- chooses is by sort of divine appointment, not by the natural way just the firstborn gets it. And so this this exaltation of Judah will point us forward later to King David, who's from the tribe of Judah. And this kind of highlights the, the royal nature of David and a lot of implications of that in terms of, you know, the the royalty of David, the kingship of our Lord Jesus Christ is the descendant of David. So this is, in extension, a a prophecy that that, that extends forward to our Lord because he is from the tribe of Judah, the tribe of David, and inherits this blessing. This is a very significant blessing in Genesis that sets the table for a lot that's going to come forward. A connection to the New Testament lesson is is that as um, Jacob... Gives these blessings, they are a sort of prophecy. And then in First Corinthians, we're talking about the gift of prophecy. And the main point again that follows on the chapter on love we had yesterday is that um, that the point of spiritual gifts, the gifts we use, they must be motivated by love. And the practical application Saint Paul brings out in chapter fourteen is this means they're exercised for the edification of the body. And the temptation is to use our gifts to to exalt, you know, how special I am because I can speak in tongues. Of course, that's not a big thing for us using our time. It makes you know, we think it's a little stranger, but it might be, you know, look at me, talk or look at me, do this and not not be mindful of how does this impact the body? The point in Corinth was speaking in tongues was people are saying, look at me, I'm doing this spiritual thing, but the body wasn't really being edified. So St. Paul's point with prophecy and the point that the gift of prophecy is really here, the um, inspired utterance. And most of the New Testament depended on prophecy because the New Testament church had the Old Testament and the prophets of the New Testament are those who, Authoritatively proclaim the meaning of the Old Testament in the light of Jesus. And if we see, for example, the early preaching in Acts, Peter gives a what would amount to a prophecy on the day of Pentecost when he explains what, what that was all about. And so this edifies the church because everyone comes to understand the truth through prophecy. But the larger point for Lent for us is simply as we think about our spiritual gifts. Um, to try to move away from how do we use these to sort of gain status for ourselves and towards how can I use my gifts in a way that really edify the body and that work for the good of the whole. And, and that's the kind of purification of our motives we can think about in Lent. So a few thoughts on today's lessons.
0: O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men. in mind, body, or estate, that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions, and this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. by giving up ourselves to Thy service, and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, who by Thy Son, Jesus Christ, did give commandment to the apostles that they should go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, grant to us whom Thou hast called into Thy church a ready will to obey Thy word and fill us with a hearty desire to make thy way known upon earth, thy saving health among all nations, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Thank you.
3: Thank you, everybody. Have a
0: wonderful day, everybody. Bye, kiddos.